Welcome to the What's Awesome Podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. I gotta say, over the past year and a half, I've watched a lot of hentai for this podcast. I think it's about time we went down memory lane. Thank you for listening to the What's Awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another interesting topic for you. And you could say that this is like hentai of the week, so that I'm going to be focusing on all of the hentais of the weeks that I've done thus far. And I think, let me, let me take a look here. I've done a total, going back over all the hint I've ever done on this podcast, I've done a total of 15, well, I've reviewed over 15 hentai, and I'm like, you know, that should be a milestone. Because I didn't set out, I didn't start this podcast to talk about hentai. It just kind of went that way. Like, if you go back, I've been listening back to a lot of my old stuff recently. Some stuff I could barely listen to. I'm like, ugh, it's kind of cringeworthy. I'm going to move the mic. It might sound, you might pick it up. Anyway, some of this stuff is kind of cringeworthy. Some of this stuff, I'm like, oh, okay, that was good. Anyway, um, I was just going back over the, some of the stuff I did in the past. I'm like, you know, I've covered a lot of, like there have been some progressions to this podcast from where it started, where I only did anime reviews and nothing else and then kind of progressively started incorporating guests and talk about topics and there's some stuff that, that I kind of got away from that I want to bring back but today I want to talk about all of the hentai that I've talked about thus far on this podcast and we'll see how it goes I might just cover half of the the hentai like seven today or in today's podcast and then the other half in the other, in the part two, because there's, like I said, I've done 15 and I don't think I want to talk about all 15 hentai here, but yeah, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a journey. So here are the hentai that I've covered thus far in order. You can go back over, you know, the playlist I have on my podcast in order. The first one I ever did was called another lady innocent. The second one's called only Chi Chi two. I didn't start with one. I started with two. Okay. I don't know why. Oh, I know why. <laughs> because I randomly choose these hentai. I don't just, I don't just go and, and like, oh, I'm, I'm going to look for something that I want to watch. No, I let my anime list. I just randomly pick. Okay. A through Z. I'll pick maybe M or something. I'll close my eyes, point at the screen whatever's on the screen. That's what I'm watching. That's what I'm watching. Get the fruit out of here. 
What's that? I, I, I don't know. Anyway, so the second one's Only Chi Chi 2. Third one is Princess Lover OVA, which I'll talk about that. Number four is JK to Orc Hayden, Hayden, whatever. Oh, I'm going to butcher this one. Number five is Yubi Saki Kara Hunky No Net Joe's or whatever. Number six is Tiny Evil. Holy crap, guys. Listen, I have analytics, okay? I have analytics that tells me, like, how many episodes, listens I get, and all that. Why is it Tiny Evil has literally 10 times the amount of listens than all of my other podcasts combined? Like, I, I look at a spike. I have a graph I look at. Why is Tiny... What's wrong with you people? Get the fruit out of here. There's a bunch of orc... I'm at orc. That's orc hiding. Tiny Evil. Bunch of lollies and stuff. Bunch of lollycons. That's what y'all are. Anyway, number seven is Vicious. And I think I'm, I'm going to stop it there. That's a seven. So we're going to talk about seven of the hentai that I've covered on this podcast. And uh, just, you know, just the progression, my thoughts, my, I don't remember what, like, I don't give these, I used to give these like a score out of like 10, but I, I just give them like the awesome stamp of approval. And like, I don't necessarily remember all my thoughts on these. I just watch them. And then I scream a lot into a microphone and then I move on to the next one. So like, I'm not going to necessarily remember all the stuff I've said about all of these hentai, but you know, it don't, it don't matter. It it, it don't matter. Okay. Anyway, so let's, let's, let's get on with the first one. All right. Let's get on with number one, which is another lady innocent. Now, let me tell you something. Another Lady Incident is the only one, the only one on this list where it wasn't randomly selected. I went to, I've been going to Anime Expo for, I don't know, seven or eight years. I don't know if it's been that long, but it's been a while. I've been going every single year, except for last year, which was just a tragedy because of coronavirus. It was canceled and I was just heartbroken, but that's just, I shall lament on that another time. But anyway... So I went to, there's nothing quite like going to a hentai panel, okay? Hentai panels at Anime Expo are the greatest gift God has ever given to mankind, okay? If you've never watched hentai in a room full of just giggling, immature anime nerds, then you just you just haven't lived life yet. But anyway, so I'm in this room, you know, with like 500 other anime folks, you know, at Anime Expo. And this, the, the guy who created the website, Faku, Faku.com, which is, you know, a bunch of hentai stuff. Uh, <clears throat> he's giving this presentation about another lady innocent. And he's just giving this little slideshow about all the stuff that's happening. And it's hilarious. He does this two times in a row, two years in a row. And it's just, it kills me every time I see it. It's funny. There's 500 people in the room. And I'm like, so when I started reviewing hentai myself, I'm like, of course, this is the first one I'm going to do. So anyway, so let me give you the synopsis. The the beautiful synopsis on another on um, my anime list. And it reads, during the Civil War, the powerful landowner, owner, Carson, had a beautiful daughter with an innocent heart. As Faye enjoys an intense sexual relationship with her friend John and her servant girl Sophia. The end of her innocent days draw near. The mysterious Lord Mark has set his eyes on her and will stop at nothing to get her. 
<laughs> and let me tell you something. Another lady incident. The thing that stands out out of all the, you know, sexual situations that happened uh, in this hentai, uh, the, the thing that sticks with me was the artwork. It is the most, this is like easily the most beautiful hentai I've ever seen in my life. Like this, the, the person who, you know, the artist who rendered these images, just, they just need to continue doing what they're doing because clearly they found the thing that they've, you know, their, their God given talent, which is drawing buttholes and vajayjays and, 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 and donks you know what I'm saying? Because this, this person, man, woman, child, hopefully not a child, man or woman, man, bear, pig. They know what they're doing. It's just, it's just beautifulous. The production value of this hentai, it's to the point, it's almost to the point, so beautiful that it's almost distracting. Like, like, like you, you want to enjoy, you know, the sexual situation. Like why are you watching hentai in the first place? If, if you ain't trying to enjoy, you know, the, the sexual situations that's going on, but I'm just looking at the landscape. I'm like, man, that's a beautiful mountain. You see that tree back there? Holy crap. That's, that's a beautiful tree, man. Oh man, get, get your jiggling boobs out of the way. So I can look at that insect it's, it's drawn with such intricate detail I'm just oh but anyway and um I can't get the his presentation out of my mind because he kind of ruined the actual plot for me because he just makes it really <laughs> he made it really hilarious with a slideshow you would have to be there I'm not even gonna try to uh, replicate what he did anyway another lady innocent got 6.88 on my anime list which I just these people clearly don't understand beautiful artwork when they're staring them right in the face. And one thing I didn't give you guys was the information on this. So it's a OVA and it only one episode and the Leicester's media blasters. But anyway, and the studio is arms. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's just, that's what, that's what I recall about uh, another lady innocent is the fact that the artwork was just so beautiful. Like I, I, I can't really, I don't remember all of the, you know, how hot the sex scenes were or, you know, how enticing the story was or anything. I, I think there's always just one or two things from every single hentai that's going to just, every time I look at it, it's like, oh yeah, I remember this one thing. And that's what I remember from another lady innocent. I remember that beautiful artwork that's always going to live with me. My, my wife, she, she's like, she saw it. She, she agrees. It's, uh, it's, it's very, it's very beautiful. It's very beautiful hentai. Anyway, so the next one, next one, number two, Oni Chi Chi 2. Now, why didn't I watch Oni Chi Chi 1? Because I didn't choose what I wanted to watch. It was just random. I wish I watched Oni Chi Chi 1, I guess. I don't know. But Oni Chi Chi 2, I don't really recall much from this hentai. It wasn't very memorable. Now I gotta go back to the podcast to see if what score I gave it any of that, but yeah, it, it just it, it incest incest is best with this mug. But anyway, this is an OVA two episode OVA, uh, and it uh, what, what what we got here? What information we got? It aired on October 29, two thousand ten to November twenty six, two thousand ten, um, and the studio is. Poro, po, poro, 
Popiti roll? Whatever. It don't matter. It's like it's like poor and then there's a zero at the end. So anyway, let me let me read the beautiful synopsis right here on my anime list. The feisty Natsumi, motherly Akira, soft spoken Fuju, 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 <laughs> Fuju, Fuju, and innocent Haruka make up the Makino sisters. Sorry, you know, I'm going to butcher these names. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. Talk about my, my pronunciations in Japanese. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. Anyway, make up the Makino sisters. One week after losing his wife in an accident, the father of the household, Kinchi, starts to view his four dollars in a way that goes beyond a regular parent-child relationship. Incest is best. He soon becomes unable to resist their beautiful figures. In giving in to his carnal, incestuous desires, he starts to have his way with them one by one. <laughs> Sounds so creepy. Anyway, so only Chi-Chi too. Not much stood out to me. I remember there was some nasty sound effects, I think, going on with his mug. I always like to... <laughs> one thing I listen to, or one thing I, I take note of when I'm doing these hentai's of the week that I listen to sound effects. It's just, I remember this one has some nasty, you know, like when he sticks his King Kong ding along into the JJ, it just sound like just a nasty, you know, stick going down a storm drain type business going on. And he was just an old man on his, like these young girls. They're not lollies. At least the episode I saw. So there's two episodes. I only saw one and he goes after two of his daughters in this one. I don't, clearly he goes out the other two daughters in the other episode, which I didn't watch. But in these two episodes, or in the episode I watched, he went out the two daughters and it was just, it was just disgusting. <laughs> you know, it's just this old, you know, middle-aged man going after his daughters and they don't want it. They clearly are very distressed whenever this man walks into a room. He's like, oh, here comes daddy again. Well, let's get ready because he's willing to stick his uh, King Kong ding-along, uh, sing-along, sling-a-slong up in this mug. And, you know, they just they just don't want it. And it's, it's not, I don't recall this hentai being hot. Like, maybe it was. There's not a lot that I remember from it. <laughs> I just remember the sound effects, and it was gross. And I remember the fact that the old man, middle-aged man, whatever, you know, the age of your dad, whatever age your dad is, okay? He's that age. Just... Unless you're old, and so your dad would be old, okay? He's not that old. He's your dad's age, okay? Anyway, uh, probably 40s, 50s type deal, late 40s. <clears throat> and uh, he just walks into a room, and you just know they don't want it. And, you know, he just starts swinging his dick around, and it's, yeah, not not very memorable. Let me, let me get a drink of water. Drink of water. Mm. Mm. Good stuff. Anyway, so we're going to move on to the next one. So the next hentai of the week that I focused on was Princess Lover OVA. Now this one right here, I wish I had seen the series because it comes from actual series, anime series, an edgy series. Uh, and I was the whole time I was watching Princess Lover OVA, I was like, man, what a fruitcake. It's a story so good. Like I could watch this like a legitimate anime. Like I wouldn't watch this as a hentai. I would watch this for entertainment value. Like, 
like a like an anime, and then I did the research and realized that it was actually coming from an actual anime because the characters are so fleshed out and like there's relationships and stuff that like you wouldn't get this level of death in a typical hentai. All right, like typically they'll jump right into the sex and the characters are very shallow and all that kind of stuff. Like this one had a level of of complexity that just wasn't present in a lot of other hentai. And then I realized it was just an OVA of that, that anime, which had all that stuff in it. But anyway, so this is two episode OVA <clears throat> and it aired from September 17th, 2010 to October 22nd, 2010. And the, I ain't got it. The producers it's hoods entertainment all up in the hood. But anyway, let me read the synopsis here. And it reads, after his parents were killed in an accident, Tepe Kobayashi is adopted by his grandfather, Ishin Arima. After taking his grandfather's name, Tepe is made the heir to the Arima Financial Combine, one of the leading forces in the Japanese industry. As befits the heir to an industrial empire, he is enrolled in one of Japan's most prestigious, and I say prestigious, international schools. There, Tepe finds himself surrounded by, the, by women of noble bearing and status. He quickly falls for Sylvia Van Hossen, a European princess and fencing master. And she knows how to use that sword, if you know what I'm saying right there. Anyway, but Sylvia is aloof and difficult to read. And his maid, Yu Fujikura, seems to have her own agenda. Will Tepe become the princess lover? Or is his romance with Sylvia destined for failure? And um, yeah, that, that sums it up. There's, there's a lot of complexity in this. And I'll tell you that uh, if you typically don't watch hentai for the, the story. All right. But this one right here, it really has a world built around it. These characters are already built up. And you'll probably appreciate it a lot more if you actually watch Princess Lover uh prior to watching Princess Lover OVA, okay? Prior to watching the OVA, if you watch the actual uh, series, you'll probably appreciate the relationships and how certain characters are and stuff. But I will tell you that one of the main things that I remember is that the protagonist is the freaking rapist, all right? So this man go around and like, what, what doesn't seem, what didn't sit right with me because rape is just, it's like, I don't condone it. I always have to tell people, I don't condone rape. Like in, like I talk about in this podcast and I may laugh or something, but I'm not like laughing at the act of it. It's just, that's just, that's just hentai for you. Like it's hentai culture. That's what they do in hentai. You know, if you don't like it, don't watch hentai. But anyway, so the, the fact that this guy is a rape is like, it's the way he, uh, established himself or the kind of relationships he has with the girls. It's almost like a loving relationship. Like He's like, it's going to be a consensual affair. Like, ah, yes, yes. Go into the shower and I shall follow you in. We shall have consensual, uh, intercourse uh, in due time, my lady, you know, like that's the kind of feeling you get. But then she walks into the shower in the first scene and then he gets the rapist smile and then you like, get the fruit out of her with that nonsense. You know, you thought, you thought it was going to be different. All right. I thought it was going to be different this time. I thought. I thought my man was going to walk in there and they were just going to enjoy each other's company consensually. No, 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 son. No, 
No, this man's straight rapist, man. Get the fruit out of here with that nonsense. This man going he gonna buck wild up in this mug, man. He made Bill Cosby. He'll put Bill Cosby to shame. Get the fruit out of here anyway. But short of that, that's just a you know, a personal gripe. But short of that, it's really not even I can't I won't even say short of that. But you know, it's it's just one of those things that it's just weird because they set the guy up like he's going to be, you know, just the type of guy who wouldn't do that. And then he goes and does it. And then I was reading reviews uh, about Prince's Lover. And then the, what people didn't like is that it's that the actual character in the anime Prince's Lover would never do that. But now they didn't, they turned this man to a rapist. It's like saying, like, if Naruto want to go after Sakura or, or Hinata, right? Like, they obviously end up together. But instead of having that one movie where, where they kind of fall in love and then all the he goes to the moon and saves her and all that other stupid bull crap that happens with that, he just turns around and rape her. You know, get, get the fruit out of her that nonsense, man. It's like it's out of character. It's not in his character to do it. And that's what this man doing the whole time. Anyway, if you want something for the story, watch this. Sex scenes were, uh, you know, pretty hot. I remember the uh, the old dick down the the storm drain sound effect going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that, but some nasty sound <laughs> effects. But it was a hot entire. I liked it. I liked the story. I was I was uh, enraptured. I wanted more. I wanted more of that. But anyway, I, I got I got a couple more to talk about. Let me take a quick commercial break. I'll be right back. If you're not like me, sometimes, you, you know, sometimes your booty itch, okay? So sometimes you got to get back there, you got to scratch. And, 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 you know, it's if your, your fingernails are too long and too healthy like mine, then you know sometimes you leave, you know, it's just, it's just not uncomfortable, okay? It's not comfortable to get back there and scratch because, you know, you leave long, you know, ashy-looking scratch marks back down your booty. So so today, I would like to present our sponsor, the Booty th uh, Scratcher 3000, okay? The Booty Scratcher 3000 lets you get back there, let you scratch, and let you do all that stuff, you know? It, it, and it's just, it provides the relief you need. It, it provides the relief that we both need. Get the fruit out! I ain't got no sponsor on this podcast. When I get a sponsor, we're gonna get a, 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 we're gonna have a proper ad spot. But until then, I'm gonna troll y'all until that point. Back to the podcast. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that commercial. I like trolling you guys. Anyway, so we on to the next one. We on to the next one. So the next one I watch, you know, what was that? Number three, this is number four on the podcast. All right. So I'm starting to get my mojo. I'm starting to get the feel of how it should go around. You know, they're doing these hentais of the weeks. For some reason, I started screaming into the microphone at this point. I don't know why. I just I just feel like I need to get my emotions out in a very angry, very direct manner. Anyway, so the next one is JK to Orc Hayden, which is, I, I don't know. The, I was looking for, there's like a big, long, convoluted, you know, Japanese name that goes with it. I'm not going to try and even attempt to read that mug. It's called JK the Orc Hayden. All right. And this mug has, um, it's two episode VA and it aired July 26, 2013 to February 28th, 2014. And the studio is Puro again. So we back with Puro again. So we know, you know, clearly, you know, uh, the fact that I'm randomly selecting these podcasts, Puro is, is out here in these streets getting the representation they direly need. So here is the, synopsis 
And at the beginning of synopsis, it says anime adaptation of the PC game by Blue Gale Light. So I, I didn't recall seeing that. So I guess it was a PC game about the orcs raping girls. Anyway, so deep in the forest, there existed an old European style building made of brick. It was an all-girls school attended only by girls from good families. I don't know why I'm reading it like that, like I'm all aggressive. One day, the school was covered by a mysterious thick fog caused by an earthquake. Orc soldiers emerged from the ominous fog. The school girls were attacked one after another by these brutes from a parallel world. The girls' resistance was futile. It really was. It was terrible. They were crushed by the powerful orcs, raping death. Only tragic screams echoed through the school. Why did it come? Why did it become like that? <laughs> the way the guy writes this synopsis is really funny. Why did it become like that? Like he's asking us. There was no one else who can answer that question. It's it's funny. Like why would he write it like that? It's pretty awesome. Anyway, so this one's about a bunch of orcs that come out of like the woods, it, like out of the the random you know creepy fog type stuff. And then they just go to this school, the school in the woods. All right. And it's mostly, it was mixed, mixed sex. All right. So it's not, I was thinking it was all girls, but like, no, it's, it's girls and boys in equal measure, I guess. All right. So, you know, the first, the first guy to get it, the first one to die is the security guard. You know, he just stands there. He's talking to this girl and then he gets something happens to him. Some orc pig creature, you know, just walks out of the, the mist and like decapitates him or kills him in some crazy evil way. You know, like this man is obliterated. And then some girl that the dude was talking to, she's the first victim. And, and then it's on a popper from there. This is, man, if you're into demon rape hentai, this is it. Like this, this is, this is the hentai. All right. This is, remember I told you about raping hentai. Like this, this is it. Like these orc creatures come up in there and what they do is they kill all the dudes. Like they, they just destroy all the men. Like they, they don't even stand a chance. Like it's like, we ain't, look, we, ain't, we don't want none of that. Man, we ain't looking for no Cockasaurus Rex. All right. We looking for that JJ for that Vajam Jam. We going downtown all day long. Bill Cosby make room in the, in the jail cell. Okay. That's what they trying to do up in this mug. They go into this, this school and they are going after all the girls and it's rape central up in this mug. It's, it's terrible. All right. Like the blood and, you know, like I'm not the type of guy who can enjoy a, like any sort of sexual, anything media when there's blood involved. That's just me. It's just a major turnoff. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of decapitations and, and just 19 inch freaking orc penises ripping people in half, you know, that kind of stuff. All right. No, we got written out by 19 inch penis, but you know what I'm trying to say. All right, and there's even one scene where this girl, she wanted to be a pop idol, right? And then, like, she's hiding in the bathroom, and she's hiding from all the... She can hear everybody just getting raped in the hallway. And then she's like, oh, I'm safe. But then the orc kicks down the stall, and, like, he has his way. And she's like, oh, I'm enjoying this because it's hentai. And, you know, I enjoy giant orc 19-inch penis up my, my bum bum. Anyway, so she turned around there a whole line of them. I'm going to be a whole line of 19 inch or orc penis waiting, waiting, waiting to, to tap that, to destroy that. They ain't trying to tap. They trying to destroy up in this mug. All right. This, it was, it was sad. It's really, it's actually <laughs> kind of sad. 
this like betrayal you know like these girls are supposed to be working together to get out to school and the, the protagonist is betrayed and now she's stuck in a room with two orc pigs and their names are Alejandro and Jorge or some crap it was so funny the pigs were talking to each other they were grunting but there were subtitles it's like hey Alejandro yo man let me get that you know they were talking to each other it was that scene was really funny but the rest of it's you know, if you're into that kind of stuff, I guess it's hot, but the, it, it's not quite, it wasn't quite my cup of tea. Um, yeah, I just recall the blood and guts and Jorge and Alejandro, whoever they, you know, they had like, like South American names. It was just funny. It was, it was hilarious. Anyway, I'm going to the next one. So the next one, uh, okay, here we go with the long freaking Japanese names. Yubisaki Kara no Honky no Netsojo Osanajimi wa Showa Boshi. All right. We're going to call it Yobisaki Kara no Honky. All right. I ain't got no time to try to translate this mug up in here. It's too long and I'm just going to embarrass myself. Anyway, so this was an eight episode series, not an OVA, but an actual series. And it aired from July 8th, 2019, September 2nd, 2019. And, um, now whose studio studio is studio hokey boshi, hokey pokey. And the producers were studio Masu and Susushe Misha. I, I get the fruit out of here anyway. So this one is about firefighters. All right. This one about firefighters. And we all know that when we sexualize firefighters, we think of the guys, they take off their heavy gear and they're all sexy carrying around their, they're freaking air tanks and you know, whatever. Anyway, this is a long synopsis. So anyway, so here's the synopsis. Ryu Fuji, <coughs> excuse me, drink some water. Ah. Ryu Fujihashi wakes up to her apartment building burning, trapped within a deadly blaze with no means of escape. Ryu frantically makes as much noise as possible to alert her neighbors. Fortunately, someone has called the fire department and we already know who are on the way, the sexy firefighters, and they are speedily able to rescue her. In a strange twist of fate, one of the firefighters turns out to be her childhood friend. Oh, we know where this is going. Somo Mizuno. Although she was once interested in him, her crush was short-lived due to Somo's infamous womanizing ways. Oh, and he's a womanizer. Anyway, <clears throat> But with Ryu left homeless and all her possession lost, Sumo opens his home to her and he's going to open up more than his home if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, moving in with her childhood friend means Ryu has to build boundaries, physical ones. Like she really got to create boundaries in this man's own house. Anyway, because physical ones, because to cross them means to jump straight into Somo's, Sumo's lustful arms but due to his persistent interest in her Ryu realizes he might just reignite the burning flames of passion between them so what they did there they put the fire pun in there because it's fireman anyway getting close with somo however soma i keep saying somo soma however means constant interaction with the rest of the sexy muscular fire department the fruit out of with that nonsense and all those soma's heart is set on ryu can she stop hers from wandering? Anyway, so this is obviously about firefighters, sexy, you know, buff dudes. 
And the the sex appeal usually, the type of hentai I watch anyway, I don't watch Yowie, uh, is usually the woman is the focus of, you know, the, the, the sexual tension and all that. Like, she's the eye candy. And while that is, you know, still the case here, um, no, what, what we got is the eye candy are these sexy firefighters. Even I had to take a step back and like, Oh, you know, you need to pull away that 20 pack you got going on, you know, the going on right there. The only 20 pack I got is a 20 pack of tea. I'd be drinking. But anyway, so, you know, it is about firefighters being sexy and saving people and stuff. And you know, what's funny. I'll tell you something I remember about this entire. I don't remember all the details. Eight episodes. I only watched like one and then skipped through the rest of it. Um, and why the fruit? Out of all the stuff I previewed about this hentai, why the fruitcake this man only put on his firefighter outfit one time? Like, clearly I got to watch it to see him do more. But it seemed like he spent most of the time trying to molest this girl the whole freaking series. The whole series of man trying to molest this girl. She had to put a barrier up in his own apartment or house, wherever he live at, on the firefighter salary. She set up physical barriers to stop this rapist for coming over and doing his thing. Time and again, every single episode, this man just trying to molest this girl. And it seemed like they were falling in love in one episode, but I was previewing and I didn't give a fruit. I was just looking for some action, all right? And there's plenty of that. I didn't see her get with any other firefighters. I see her get with the, the, with the rapist firefighter, but I don't see her get with any other. She might, there, there might've been some wandering of the hearts going on in this mug. All I remember is that, you know, the, the, the men are the eye candy in this one, as opposed to the, to the woman, the primary girl being, you know, the, the eye candy that we all know and love and need, uh, in this poor, poor world dominated by the coronavirus. What am I talking about? Anyway, now we don't we don't get to one. We we get into the next one. And guys, what the fruit is wrong with you people? Tiny evil. Tiny evil. You know how many people listen to the podcast? This particular podcast. You know how many people went out of the way to listen to Tiny Evil? I didn't do any sort of advertising. I didn't do nothing. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people listen to the podcast. Now I get a lot of other podcasts you can get a couple hundred listens. This one got thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Lollies? Lollies, this is how we roll on this podcast? Lollies? Lollies sucky buses? The fruit out there with that nonsense. Anyways, four episode OVA. And an air from September 20th, 2018 to February. February 22nd, 2019. And uh, I ain't got no other information. And here is the synopsis. Tiny Evil is a story about a lonely succubus summoned by a lonely unemployed man. That's it. We ain't got no other synopsis in that. And, you know, that's all we need for this. So, you know, I mean, it's, I will tell you, you know, what's funny. I might go to jail for this, but this is the hottest hentai I've ever seen in my life. All right. This, this is easily the hottest hentai I've ever, from the animation to, to just, 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 the scene, the sex scenes, you know, just, I, if I had a, a 10 out of 10, like if I was doing a 10 out of 10 score, there would have been like a 50 out of, it would have been a hundred out of 10. It's easily the best hint I've ever seen in my life. It's just, you know, and maybe, maybe that's the reason. Maybe like, maybe the, the, the analytics of people listening to this episode, maybe the, like, maybe that speaks for itself. 
But this is just like on a whole other level. Like this guy is summoning a succubus, right? Like from the depths of hell. Like he's he's just so desperate. He wants to get laid that he has a pentagram on the wall and he's surrounded by candles. He's sleeping. It's a fire hazard. What has it done with the earthquake? They're in Japan. It's a very geographically unstable region. So, you know, if there was an earthquake or something, the man could have got on fire and that would have been that. But clearly this man didn't care. He's trying to get a succubus. And you know, we all know it, we all know that succubuses like to to suck life force from the tip of your penis. Anyway, so this man, you know, he 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 does the little seance or whatever with pentagram and sleeping with candles. And then he gets a knock at the door and, and there's a lolly there at the door. And 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 she's like, Hey, you know, I'm I'm the I'm the the thing you just summoned. And he's like, well, I just drew the pentagram on the wall. Why are you coming from the front door? Like, did you catch an Uber over here or something? Like, but where did you appear from where you coming to the front door? Like, why didn't you come through the, through the pentagram? And then she said something that made me think she's like, well, you know, I, ain't, I, ain't, you know, why would I come through a, a little doodle on the wall? I'm like, you know, that's kind of silly. Why would you come through a little duel on the wall? Maybe she just sprang up in the front yard or something, or maybe the little porter from hell, you know, just opened up close by and she had to walk over. You know, we just make the assumption they're going to come from like chalk that you drew on the wall. You know, like it's, it's ridiculous anyway. And, um, you know, I'm not going into much detail about this one. All right. Just tiny evil. I can't even recommend this one. Okay. I, Never willingly uh, recommend Lolly Hentai for very obvious reasons that if you can't figure that out for yourself, then Bill, Co- let me give you Bill Cos- Cosby phone number. I'm sure you guys can have a conversation about it. So I won't willingly recommend it, but I did <laughs> the score that I just gave it a second ago should speak for itself. The listens that I got, the thousands of people who, who listen to this podcast, that should speak for itself. Everything about this entire speaks for itself. I ain't got nothing else to say about it. Moving on. And another one, the last one for this particular podcast, we're talking about the rest of the hentai in the, in the part two vicious. Again, we got lollies. Now I told you that I don't willingly pick the, the hentai that I watch itself for another lady innocent. I, let the fates decide what I'm going to watch. You know, I kind of randomly choose like, ah, oh, I'm going to, you know, pick the sc- point at the screen and whatever shows up, shows up vicious. Oh, this blew my mind. This hentai blue <clears throat> drink some more water. My mind up in here, up in here. Anyway, so this is two episode VA, a lot of two, two episode VAs up in this mug and it aired from January 18, 2001 to May 1st. 2001 and the licensor is new tech digital. Now let me tell you something. Now, no, in fact, let me, let me do the synopsis. Angela, a beautiful young woman is trapped in a loveless existence. Hate is the only word to describe her feelings for her cold blooded father who forces her, who forces himself on the family made Bridget, poor Bridget. She just, she just got shafted all throughout (laughs) more ways than one. However, along with her budding adolescence, she finds 
lust and love with John the Butler. So listen, all right. So <clears throat> I have fun watching this because it was so funny and because of the twist at the end. So Angela, they called her a beautiful young woman. She lonely. Get the fruit out of here. And but you know, I think what they try to do is try to scale up her age to make it seem like she wasn't lolly. She she is she is a lolly. So again, I'm not gonna recommend this mug, but you know, you do what you do. So anyway, so like the series starts when the mama falling down some steps and she cracks her neck in some mug. And then so then we're at the funeral, we learn the father's cold blood is whatever. So we get to this scene, the first like sex scene in this mug. This man, again, the, the father, is like getting a blowjob from the maid under the table. And he, like, he either finds out his wife just died or he just got back from the funeral. I don't remember. All I know is that when this man skeets, he skeets dust in the maid's face. Like, who skeets dust? I don't, like, <laughs> like it's, it just looked like he blew, like, like if you got a bunch of crack rocks and you, you kind of ground them up in your hands and then you blew it out and a bunch of dust went flying everywhere, fine particles. That's what blew onto her face. I don't know what the fruit that was. This man skeet dust, okay? So so poor Bridget, she got to deal with the fact that she got the, her master, you know, the, the master of the house, the father, is skeeting dust in her face the whole freaking same time, all right? And then, you know, you get freaking Angela, who's a lolly, who they trying to pretend like ain't a lolly, but she is a lolly, getting on with... The, the butler John. All right. So, but here's the twist. All right. So we get the second episode and Bridget dies. All right. Bridget, the maid is like drowned or some mug. And then at the end, you know, the father's like, he finds out that the butler's banging his daughter. So the, so the father go after the butler and cut a long story short, you know, the, the daughter turns out to be a mass murder. All right. The, the protagonist of this series is a mass freaking murderer. She's been murdering everybody. She murdered her mama. She murdered the, the friggin' maid. I think she murdered her daddy. I don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure she got this medieval style axe from like, she just pulled it out of her butt crack or something. And then like, she split the daddy's head open and some mug like that. And now he dead. Now he dead. Anyway. So now they take her to jail. And the most ridiculous part about this whole part, this whole thing, which it was mind blowing because I had, I did not suspect her in the least of being a mass murder. And then when she, you know, I was, I just thought it was about skeeting dust in people's face and the, the Butler trying to throw himself in, in the prison for, you know, screwing the lolly. But anyway, but then, so, you know, my mind is completely blown by this point. She's arrested and it turns out the whole hentai is just the Butler recounting his recollection of what happened to the police. And then, so now we see Angela in a jail cell, right? How's she going to reach under her dress, pull out a gun, and then it looked like she ready to go. She ready to, she, she ready to pull a Terminator 2. I think with Terminator 2, where Arnold Schwarzenegger go take out the whole police force, police station, whatever it was. Get the fruit out of her now. She got like five shots in that much. You're going to fight the whole police force with a five-shot pistol. How they let her? How they let her bring a pistol? She didn't murder like three, four, five, six, seven people, and then they gonna they ain't gonna search her. They ain't gonna search the dress. Let John do it. He searched every other part of her. Why wouldn't he search the dress? Anyway, so the hentai ends. We we're pulling out a pistol in the jail cell. Like she about to bust out of there. The fruit out of here. It was that was that blew my mind, man. That that ending. I'm sorry if I spoiled it for you, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> I only got a 5.88 rating on my anime list anyway, so um, clearly the community has spoken to the quality of this hentai. It just blew my freaking mind up in here, up in here. Anyway, that's, you know, my, my hentai journey has been on this podcast has been very, very eventful. Wish there weren't so many lollies in it, but you know, I leave it to the fates to decide what I watch next. This is Batman Live 2002. I'll get a part two to talk about the rest of the hentai. You know, I've reviewed thus far on this podcast. Many more to come. Many more <laughs> to come, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, I, I enjoy making these. They're fun. I enjoy blowing out my throat. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should have chosen better words, uh, screaming into the mic and doing these and, uh, big things to come. I plan on expanding the podcast in various ways, getting more, you know, topics and whatnot, more guests, all that mug, you know, this we got some big plans in the future. I tried doing the YouTube channel and then I realized, you know, YouTube isn't my thing. Podcasting is. So that's the platform. This is the platform where, where I'll, uh, I will be staying. Anyway, the Batman Live 2002. I just think I need you guys to do one favor. Just one, just one, just be a little favor. Just, just one little favor for me. Just please for Papa Batman Live 2002. For Big Daddy. Stay with Sassen, people. Stay with Sassen. <laughs> Follow us awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet.